In the following passage from the book of Exodus, Moses continues to pray despite physical fatigue. We are here today to support one another in prayer and worship. A reading from the book of Exodus. Amalek came and fought with Israel at Brephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some men for us and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek. While Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill, whenever Moses held up his hands, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hands, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side, so his hands were steady until the sun set. And Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the sword. The word of the Lord. In today's passage from St. Paul's letter to Timothy, St. Paul tells Timothy and, and us that all scripture is inspired by God and that it can and should help set the direction for our lives. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, continue what you have learned and firmly believed knowing from whom you have learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness so that the one who belongs to God may be proficient equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead? And in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message, be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. The word of the Lord. And the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told the disciples a parable. It was about the need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for any human being. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, grant me justice against my opponent. For a while, the judge refused. But later he said to himself, though I fear no, have no fear of God, and no respect for any human being. Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice 
so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. Will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, God will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? And this is the gospel of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. This is my first time doing something on Zoom, and I didn't know the etiquette, and I don't like to use microphones, and I didn't. And so all the Zoomers, sorry, you didn't hear anything at the beginning of Mass. (laughs) But fortunately, Chris caught that, came up to me and said, you made a mistake. I said, you're right. I didn't realize that. Well, luckily, we have a microphone here, so I imagine they could hear. So they may not want to, but they're going to have to. (laughs) You know, at the beginning here, Jesus, when he tells a parable, usually in Mark's gospel, he calls his apostles and disciples into an inner room and explains what it means. Well, here he just tells everybody in Luke's gospel exactly what he was getting at. And he said, you know, pray always, don't lose heart. So basically, I don't have anything else to say. Jesus said it right there. (laughs) But you're not going to get an early lunch, believe me. (laughs) Pray. I think we all know what prayer is, and we all have our own way of doing it. We have informal prayer, we have formal prayer. I think the basis of all prayer, though, is Acknowledging God's presence with us. I think that's the most profound prayer and the most difficult prayer, is always knowing that God is with us. That we don't have to come to church to find God, no matter where God is. Where we are, God is. And to acknowledge that, and every once in a while just to say thanks, is prayer. But prayer is more, as we found out today in this reading. You know, I'm very familiar with judges. We had a lot of difficulties overseas in different places that I worked with judges. And usually it wasn't because a person went repeatedly to bother a judge that the judge finally did justice to the person. It was usually how many shillings or how many rupiah that the person brought in order to get justice. And uh, it it always went to the highest bidder, unfortunately, or a relative. So it's a different kind of judge that we're familiar with a lot of times. But the judge, it's persistence. It was an action on the part of this woman, not just her prayer, not just what she wanted to have done. It was her action that also was responsible for getting what she wanted. And in the first reading, the same thing. Kind of ridiculous, huh? There's Moses on the mountain and have a couple of people uh, holding his arms up so that uh, Joshua could win a battle. And yet, it was an active thing. It wasn't just prayer saying, yeah, we want to win this battle, Lord, help us win this battle, but there was some action involved. 
And I think that's what prayer, we forget a lot of times, that prayer includes action. Now, we all have prayer. Some of, I think, some people have morning prayer and evening prayer, and they know exactly what they want to pray. They have a formal prayer that they say. I think we all, growing up, I don't know if everybody does, know how to say the Our Father, Hail Mary, Glory Be. Is that right? You do? Give a demonstration? <laughs> Only kidding. And we, you know, there's certain prayers that we, we don't forget as we grow up because we had to say them so often. And there's certain saints that we pray to when we have a need. If you lose something, who do you usually pray to, saint? Everybody knows that. And if you're really in tough straits, dire straits, you don't know what to do, who do you usually pray to? Saint Jude, hopeless cases, right. And we could pray to many different saints. And, uh, and, and as an intercession with, with God, even though we could pray directly to God as well. But the point I think that the gospel is making is not just that we should pray meaning, okay, here I am, and I need something, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to sit on my duff uh, while I'm doing it, or kneel. But there's got to be some kind of action involved with prayer. Prayer can't be just a relationship with God without any kind of action, without wanting to help ourselves do something, just like the woman did, having to go to the judge, and how... The two people had to hold up Moses' arm, arms uh, to win battle. We have to do something. So pretty soon we're going to have the prayers of petition that we have every Sunday, right? We always pray. And one of the things we usually pray for is peace. Pray for peace. And it's pretty easy to sit in a church that there's no violence in. I don't think there is any. Is there any? There's no violence here, I don't think. Not yet, anyway. See what happens after the homily. (laughs) But if we pray for peace, we should be also peacemakers. We should be the ones who are promoting peace, who want peace to take place and try to do everything we can to make peace a reality. Our country certainly needs it, not just overseas where there's fighting, like in Ukraine, where we'll pray today for peace in Ukraine, But anywhere in our families, in our communities, anywhere there's division and the possibility of violence and misunderstanding, well, that's where we should be peacemakers. That's prayer. We pray for peace, but we are peacemakers. The same thing with the care of creation. We've seen some terrible things happen in our climate in recent weeks. The most, uh, the one that affected a lot of us is uh, we all knew Father Neil Dady, huh? I think people know him. Father Neil Dady was the pastor at Our Lady of Victory up until recently. He was living on Sanibel Island. And so fortunately, he, the people that he was living with, they evacuated and they were able to save their lives anyway. The other day, they were able to get back to the island and he told a couple of uh, people that they had to walk through four feet of water to get to the place that they were living. And of course, his car no longer is there. It's gone. And also the first floor of the house that they were living in is completely finished. So if we're going to pray for care of creation, 
then we got to do something about it. That we do have to try and use more and more renewable energy to get off of things that put carbon in the air that cause a lot of the problems that we're getting. We got to recycle more. We have to be careful about what we use, how we use uh, plastics that are, are choking our oceans. And so prayer is more than just praying for something and hoping God is going to do something, but ourselves involved, just like the woman who always goes until she gets her justice. And it's uh, about the, those who hold up Moses' arm so they could win the battle. Prayer has to come with action. Whenever it's possible, we need to be peacemakers. We need to be care, people who care for creation. Now, there's a, a saying that came up. One of my colleagues, he teaches at the University of Scranton. He's retired now. We worked in Africa together. And he said he was reading a book, and he had this quote from... Uh, Dalai Lama and uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu. I guess they wrote a book together. And they defined compassion. They said compassion is empathy that leads to action. And I think we could say the same thing about prayer. Prayer is a relationship with God that leads to action. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.